Today's episode is brought to you by my new book, Fuck Whales, Petty Essays from a Brilliant Mind. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or anywhere books are sold. You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com Welcome to the best debate in the universe, every debate in the universe, from predators to sexual predators. With over 2.5 million downloads, I'm your host, Maddox. With me is the Sergeant of Swag, audio engineer Mikey Bolts. <laughs> Welcome back. And as always, my top unit, key grip, deputy cadet moderator, Rucka Rucka Ali. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Guys, we got an exciting one for you today. We're doing another roundtable discussion. We're going to debate today what is the most overrated movie of all time. And we've got a recap of last week's debate, voicemail, and then we're going to do the debate. But first, I want to introduce our guest, Chris Raygun. Welcome back to the show. Hey, I'm out I'm out of Twitter jail. Yeah. You're out of Twitter jail, yeah. fresh out of jail. Fresh out of jail. You got your account suspended recently. I got, so I got sh- like shadow banned. I couldn't post anything. I couldn't follow anybody. Yeah. I could still see everything, so, but I was put on like a seven-day lockdown. And how did you know you were shadow banned? <laughs> they, like I immediately, I, I liked a tweet and it, it sent me over to some different page. Hey. You've been locked. You got to delete this tweet. That's fascinating. So you can't even like any tweets. You can't. Fo- I, I wasn't shocked by that. I was shocked that you couldn't follow anybody. So you can't even follow anyone. You can't like any tweets. You can't retweet. And you yeah. can't tweet, right? Yeah, pretty much. So what can you do with a shadow banned account? You can look at everything. Pretty and much. you were banned for how long? A week? Two weeks? Yeah, it was seven days. Seven days? Yeah, they give you a nice little countdown clock, too. Really? Yeah. Well, that's kind of fun. Yeah, it's a little neat. You can always pull it up. So, can you say what the offending tweet was? I uh, I tweeted to my roommate, uh, lol, you're gay, KYS. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> that That's what got you? Yeah. I, I have gotten so many worse, nastier tweets. Yeah, no, They're, me too. It's, yeah. it's baffling to me that, yeah. like... Physical threats... What I don't understand is that they could easily, like, figure this out by just, like, figuring out which accounts are following each other. If there's a mutual followership, it's probably likely a joke. Yeah. You know? Like, that's a pretty simple thing that they could probably add to that algorithm to rectify this nonsense. Right. But they just don't. There's a lot. I talked to a Twitter engineer, actually. I sent him some suggestions for things. Thanks, Twitter. Thanks, Twitter. I was helping uh, Chris out while he was suspended. I was tweeting on his behalf, like, things that, you know, he might (laughs) have tweeted if he had his account. Oh, but did he tell you? Sympathetic (laughs) to the alt-right, maybe, or, like, about questioning the Holocaust. Yeah, I noticed that. That was pretty nice. Yeah. I appreciate that. Sure. Well, now you're back, and you can tweet for yourself. I just want, I didn't want your uh, engagement to slow down. Oh, of course. No, I appreciate that wholeheartedly. Yeah. Totally, yeah. Rucka was calling your roommate gay. But it was it was the KYS that did it. That was over the top. Keep yourself safe. Keep yourself safe. Yeah. Twitter doesn't know that. They're not hip with the lingo that the millennials. That's ridiculous. If I meant kill yourself, I would write it out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Keep yourself safe. Like an in like a person with integrity. You said you said, hey man, you're gay. Watch your back. Keep, yeah, keep exactly. Safe. There's a lot of there's, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of, of really ho- yeah. there's a lot of hostile people on Twitter. Keep yeah. yourself safe. Yeah. Chris did you, how did you spell your? Uh, you oh, are, you are. You are. Yeah. Er gay. Oh, Urgay. Urgay. Country? Like every day. I was just on Michael Malice's show. He has a show on yeah. Compound Media called You're Welcome. Mm-hmm. And it's spelled Y-O-U-R. And without fail, every single week he posts an episode. People correct him. It's like Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. The joke completely yeah. over their heads. I, I did it as a joke when he first started the show. And now everybody's doing it. And they're still doing it. Michael Malice. Right. You think he doesn't know the difference between your and your? It's you don't think it's a play on, especially at this point. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you'd, fi- you'd figure like I get it. You know, 
Yeah. Oh, oops. I made a typo in the title of my show. I have a grammatical error. Yeah, I enjoyed watching that, by the way. Oh, thank you. I, I'm subscribed to Compound. I'm not sure why. I think it's because I was a guest on Gavin McGinnis, and yeah. I think you just get like a lifetime membership when you're on the network, right. maybe. But you were a guest on Gavin McGinnis? A couple times, yeah. A few times, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. It's on, it's on YouTube out there. If anyone out there wants to look it up. Um, I explained to him how I made KSI. Like, KSI, no one heard of this guy until he reacted to my video. But anyway... <laughs> Um, I really enjoyed watching you on Michael Malice's show. You know, I've uh, I've heard you discuss, you know, communism and e economics and all these things. It was nice to finally uh, give you a worthy adversary for you to pwn and really uh, just yeah. really show him real pwned him, show him uh, what you know. Uh huh. Yeah, it was a lot of fun actually. Michael Malice and I, and we were having so much fucking fun. I was uh, so I was sitting right in front of the audio engineers and the the studio the people who were running the tech booth, and they were laughing so fucking hard, and they were fucking with me every time I said something. Uh, so we talked about like this uh, this economic theory, the broken window fallacy, and Michael Malice said, uh, broken windows uh, or used windows still have value. I'm like, no, they fucking don't. Who buys a used window? And then those, <laughs> of course, they hop on Craigslist and find someone selling a used fucking window. They're like, here you go. Yeah, like anyone's gonna buy a fucking used window. What are you gonna do with a used window? Isn't technically every window in a house that you buy a used window? Correct. <laughs> but, no, I mean, you, you. there's a glassmaker who brings in custom. The, the thing is, window frames are very custom, Chris. Mm -hmm. Chris, do you not know about windows? I, I would not suggest that I am a window expert or like a window scientist. You're not a window any. boy. I'm not a window boy. No, no window boys here. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. But anyway, we should talk about the debate from last week. This was a spicy one, Chris. I don't know mm -hmm. if you have any opinions on this, but this was the week that Harvey Weinstein's whole sexual allegation thing came out, and we debated whether or not sexual predators should be eligible for awards. Wait, wait, wait. Based on their sexual predatory history or just like in, like in general? Yeah, just in general. Okay, so yeah. like they shouldn't have their stuff revoked just because they're like terrible people? Is that what... Well, that, that could be... We didn't even talk about that, but that could be a potential a thing too because that's what they right. do in the Olympics when they find that somebody has doped or they... I guess that's cheating to, to have won the... Right. Award. That's. Yeah. I think that's a little bit different. That's a little bit different. Unless you're in a in, in like a, a field of sports where everybody's doping anyway, in yeah, which case... Yeah. So do you think that do you think that if somebody comes out and you find out that they've done some heinous shit, should they be eligible for awards? What's your, what's your gut? My my gut says the art and the artist are separate things. Hmm. And something that somebody else creates stands on its own apart from that person. Like if Steven Spielberg for like ate a baby, like I wouldn't think like oh, Spielberg's a really shitty director. It's like no, he's just like he's a terrible person who eats babies. You'd want to be well, I would be you there. Know? I'd be like, "Well, what did the baby do?" Mm -hmm. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a weird example. To These bring things up. don't happen yeah. in a vacuum. Good point. Uh, well, we we asked the audience. Yeah. Should sexual predators be eligible for rewards? And with 64% of the vote, people said yes. And the choice was yes, separate art from the artist, or no, art is an extension of the artist. So the guest we had on last week was Tremaine Hayhoe. He's a director that uh, put both Rucka and I in a movie together. And I mean, he put me in the movie. He put me in the movie. You got like a tiny, tiny role, just enough to absolve you of the abortion that was your last movie. But me, I'm in the movie. Ass. This happened? You're this in is a real movie? movie. Yeah, it's, it's called out. Rideshare. Rideshare. I'm the first to die. Spoiler yeah. alert. Oh, I'm you the are? first to die. I realize huh. that, right? Yeah. Me, I guess the, so. as a black man, I'm the first one to die in the movie. Always. The token typical, black man. Yeah. Typical yeah. Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, typical Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, man, there's a, a, a war that should be revoked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So so anyway, we, uh, Tremaine, Tremaine was on, and he debated mm. no, the side of no, and I debated the side of yes. Right. Uh, so then I, I asked the audience, what do you believe before and after listening to the debate? Because I like to see if people's opinions change. And with 73% of the votes, the audience voted yes still. They still think that sexual predators should be eligible for rewards because they subscribe to the notion that you should separate the art from the artist. It's interesting because the year that Chris Brown beat Rihanna, he I think he won a Grammy award that year, right? Oh, I th- did yeah. He? Yeah. Um, so Hollywood, I, I feel like Hollywood and the entire industry, like there's a, a lot of double standards. Right, right. Well, there, there was the whole thing about like they were they were going to take Harvey's name off of everything he's ever done or something. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, that's like that's pretty dumb. Well, the company itself, I mean, the brand is damaged. You're right. the brand is the brand is kind of it's toxic, and so yeah. you can't release any more movies as like a, a Weinstein production movie. No one's gonna no one's gonna support that's that. That's true, but like to retroactively like real like remove him. From things I, seems a little odd to me. It's kind of like the Spider-Man Two move, where they went through and uh, in in future DVDs they like removed the World Trade Center from it. Did Remember they do that? that? Yeah. Oh no! I no no no! They didn't do that. See, wasn't it Spider-Man Two or Three? No, no, they, no it, it was it was Spider-Man One. They had a trailer. Yeah. Where he caught a helicopter between the uh, twin towers. Right, that's what it was. And they took the trailer down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on account of the nine eleven, <laughs> but. <laughs> You know, I don't think they erased it from the movie. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the, you're, I think you're right. It was the trailer. And they, also, they had some on the posters, too, because they had the... Right, yeah. Right, yeah. Well... Oops. Never forget. Mm-hmm. Except, uh, unless they force us to forget <laughs> yeah, by removing it Yeah, unless they completely from, erase <laughs> it from our memories. it from the history. Oh. It's like, why... Are, are you showing... Are you? What are you saying with this move? That, tra- that the terrorists have affected us in the past so bad that our superhero movies can't even have the fucking World Trade Center in it anymore? I think uh, I, when I, I saw Spider-Man 1 in the theater, and I remember thinking, like, the part where um, the people on the bridge start throwing shit at the bad guy, and they're like, hey, leave Spider-Man alone. This is New York. You mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Yes. I thought, I, I felt like they were paying homage to 9-11. Like, they were saying, you know, don't don't fuck with New York. We, we, we stick together. You I, know? I, I don't know. I think that probably was filmed... It might have probably, probably before. Was. It, was a, it was a good little moment, though. I kind of like that moment. Well, in a we don't way. know. Apparently, terrorists are time travelers because they can go back and affect our fucking superhero movies that have already been shot and released. Well, mm-hmm. in fairness, they, they they fucked those buildings up, dude. They did. They fucked those buildings up. They did. But they're just <laughs> gone not, now. Not so bad that it's in. <laughs> it's no longer in print. Evidently, they didn't remove photos of it. Leave our photos alone. What 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 twin towers? Oh my! It's already it, happening. <laughs> Did you see well, the trailer? Maybe, maybe if you look at the trailer, you can actually see people uh, lining dynamite around the building. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, here we go. Great. Um, I got some voicemails, guys. I want to play some voicemails based off that transition. Best part. Speaking of dynamite, we got some bomb callers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's the first one. This one's about uh, Michael Jackson and related to the sexual predators receiving awards. Listen to this one. Hey, Maddox, I'm going to say that sexual predators or deviants should be able to win awards because, I mean, Michael Jackson was creepy as fuck, and I think people generally still have a positive opinion about him and his music and what he did to pop and music in general. So, yeah, I'm going to just say it. I feel like it's like reverse racism if we're, like, crucifying a white guy but not a black guy. Am I right? Am I right? Hmm. A white black guy. Uh, it's it's weird. Michael Jackson's a weird example to bring. I don't up. know if I would buy that because they had there's the Bill Cosby is still ex- he still exists. Yeah, you know. Ooh. I mean, they still call it the Cosby Show. They didn't like try to change the name. Yeah, yeah. They, and, they, they should, and, and here's my like yeah. the Cosby Show is just as bad as it mm-hmm. was. 
before and after yeah. Bill Cosby oh, was wow. outed for any being other, a piece of shit. Any other classic sitcoms that brought Americans together? That you want to hate on? Yeah, you want to hate, hate on? The Cosby Show? Did you not see Bill show. Cosby tell Theo, I brought you into this world and I could take you out of it? No, was was that the season finale? <laughs> <laughs> was the series finale of the Cosby Show? I don't know. It I was the Cosby a, Show. You you yeah. are so a hater on the Cosby. I don't you like hated the Cosby, the Cosby show. show even before he was. A, uh, it was boring as fuck. Even before yeah, it, was it was just like twenty years. It was just yeah. Full House, except yeah. Full House. Actually, Full House is also terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- never mind. Except it came t- five years before Full House. <laughs> did it? All those yeah, sitcoms dude. are pretty. Awful. I can't remember. Nine Eleven really screwed my uh, yeah. memory up. <laughs> Scrambled yeah. your brains, yeah. Chris Reagan. Uh, here's another caller. This is about... Okay, so I, my new book is finally fucking out. It, mm-hmm. People have yeah. it. The reviews are coming in. This guy, though, takes issue with one of my chapters. I have a chapter in there called Fuck Trees. Mm-hmm. And this guy called in to take issue with that. Listen to this. So I hope you like dust storms and dying in dust storms and coughing and <laughs> breathing and exhaling dust. Because that's what's going to happen if you eliminate all of the trees. Turn the world into a giant dust storm. <laughs> where did, uh, where did uh, most early medicine come from? Most, mostly, was it plant life? Mostly compounds uh, extracted from plant life and trees, uh, I think it was. Uh, oh, hey, what, what did they make uh, Viking longships out of? Was it, was it wood from giant Viking. trees? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't think you, I don't think they made it out of polyurethane. Oh, uh, uh, wow. I like the jump from medicines to Vikings. And polyurethane. Listen, shithead, where are the Vikings now? Hmm? Are they culturally impactful? Are they an important people on our planet? They're all dead. They're all dead. Every fucking one of them. Because they're fucking shitty wooden boats sunk. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Polyurethane. Look, just because we used trees at some point in the past doesn't mean we always have to keep them fucking around. We don't need trees. You can replace them with poles and put solar panels on those poles. Now, wait, wait, wait. Are, are you suggesting, like, fuck trees as as an uh, as a living thing or as, like, a thing that should be on the planet in general? Bingo. Or in cities? Because uh, I look around Los Angeles and I'm baffled by the fact that even though this city catches fire all the time, yeah. we've got trees <laughs> touching each other all throughout the entire city. Yeah. I don't understand that. We can do so much better with aluminum, with man-made materials, and and I'm not even joking about this, because the shade, every time I see shade underneath a tree, it means it's wasted opportunity. It's wasted money that we could be making by having solar panels. And by the way, those fucking trees that drop like sticky, sappy uh, berries and shit all over, it's basically tree cum. That's all it is. That's how trees... what, what, what... You're into exotic fruit. What is that if not a, a tree fetus? Yeah, well, we don't need to fucking have it everywhere in our in our cities. And by the way, you can put that shit in a hydroponics. Do they ever put fucking trees in, in uh, spaceships? No. The answer is no, because we don't need them. <laughs> we, we, ge- <laughs> we generate our own oxygen. That's right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Electrolysis. I mean, they, there's also no gravity in a lot of those ships, and we can't, don't we need gravity? Yeah, but you can make gravity just by spinning a tube. You spin it. What <laughs> centrifugal force push? You know that's how you. I make understand gravity. that, but yeah. you say you can make gravity by spinning a tube. You simulate it. It's the same fucking thing. Uh. Come on. Douchebag of the week. That's right, douchebag of the week, caller. Oh. Uh, here's another one, Rucka. This is a correction for you. Oh boy. Yeah, because you said that the first word in Men in Black was shit. Well, here's a caller who's calling you out. Hello, Maddox. This is Rucka's uncle. Good old Virgil. 
Virgil. Just wanted to call you and tell you guys doing a great job over there at Madcast Media. Every episode each week is getting better and better. But I really called because I got a correction to make for little Rucka. Rucka, a few weeks ago you said that the first word in the movie Men in Black was shit. But in fact, the first word was goddamn. Goddamn bugs. First words of a great movie. Mm. Anyway, you guys are doing great. Seduce a Nazi. Yeah. Wow. That was a 15-minute way to make one very short point. Yeah. Well, well, I, it... I apologize to any men in black men in black out there who, uh, <laughs> I, I don't, you know, I didn't take the Lord's name in vain. Thank you. You're welcome. We appreciate it. Yeah. But you, you were incorrect. I so. was apparently so. Yeah, sorry to have misled you guys. Um, here's another caller about Harvey Weinstein, and this one maybe an urban legend. I'm not sure. It's an allegation. It's a new allegation. Mm-hmm. Breaking news here on Madcast. Oh, shit. <laughs> here's here's a here's another urban legend. Maybe an urban legend. I don't know. This is a new allegation. Here we go. Listen to this. Harvey Weinstein has done some pretty terrible things, but I'll tell you the worst thing he did. Apparently, he invited a model into his hotel room, asked her to get naked. And then had her bang herself with a hot dog until it broke off inside her and she died. What a sick fuck. Oh, shit. That's a, uh, that's a new allegation. That is pretty serious. We talked about that a few weeks ago. And that's a, like a very common urban legend, turns out. I heard that first in high school. and I, I like, Yeah, I think I heard it in high school, too, actually. Yeah. Was it a Coke bottle or a hot dog? It was a hot dog. Hot dog, yeah. Everyone has a variant of that. And I didn't know it was an urban legend until <laughs> years later. Way too late. Way too late. <laughs> um, here's a caller who possibly wants to be a new member of the show. Listen to this. Hey, Maddox. She's I in. just wanted to help you with some information <laughs> to help suck over Tremaine since the debate kind of went awry. So I was hoping that you were going to bring up Birth of a Nation, which was basically run by Nate Parker. He was nominated for 20 awards along with his movie, and it won the U.S. Grand Jury Prize at uh, Audience Award at the Sundance Film Festival. But he's been accused of rape and sexual assault a bunch of times, and one woman actually killed herself in 2012. And also, I'm applying to grad school, and I'm super nervous. So my backup plan, if I don't get in, is to be a member of the podcast. So you should hire me because I'm friendly and I do my research and I love Cara Cara Oranges. But you may not want to hire me. My weaknesses are I'm from New York and I love animals and I would be the foremost academic with two bachelor's degrees and a minor and I'm bilingual. Mm -hmm. Um, Love the show. Rucka is doing a great job (laughs) and Mikey is doing great too. Love everybody. Bye. Wow, who's not doing a great job? Yeah. Me, apparently. She didn't. So she's got got two bachelor's degrees. Mm -hmm. Which is, let's see, one, two, yeah, so two more than me. Yeah, she's overqualified. I'm sorry. <laughs> overqualified. One, yeah. two, two more than me. I'm a math major, Mike. <laughs> Anyone with an associate's degree is the foremost <laughs> academic on this show. That's not, that's not fucking true. It's not? I finished the curriculum. You didn't get a oh, degree. Yeah? I didn't get the degree because I just have one test to take. Chris, do you have a degree? Oh, uh, no, I dropped out immediately. There, there you go. There so you I go. am the foremost authority, academic authority on the show. Still. Congratulations. Thank you. We had Ella Darling on a couple weeks ago, and she right. has a master's degree. You know, I um I got a uh, a six week certificate in uh, AVID in two thousand six. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, which obviously, as you can tell by watching my videos, I forgot everything about yeah. as soon as I left. But um, <laughs> I'm the I'm the only person here with any sort of graduation certificate beyond high school, making me the foremost academic. I don't think that's not fucking a thing. Yeah, Avid is. I had I got into an argument on Twitter about this early, like yesterday. 
about how garbage Avid is. Avid I've sucks. Never, I've never used it. It's terrible. I had, to, I had to use it in, in college, and I dropped out because of it. It's such a piece of shit. I was like, I'm shit. done. It Good. really is. The first computer I ever built myself, I yeah. was like, I'm going to build a fucking Avid box. I'm going to make it a beefy machine. I'm going to use it for editing and make videos on YouTube and everything. So I bought all the hardware that I thought I needed, and it was just a state-of-the-art best hardware I could buy. Mm-hmm. Then I bought Avid, and it doesn't support anything. Avid software does not support any hardware except their own hardware. It's yeah. garbage software. It's a piece of shit, and I don't know why Hollywood still uses it. Well, nonetheless, the only person here that has any sort of uh, degree certificate beyond high school is me. Mm. So uh, I got I, I got a thing from like Smash Burger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I finished right. like a big ass burger, well, and they gave me a certificate. Then you are as well uh, also a graduate of something. Hell yeah! yeah. Right. Here's one more caller. This is a caller about. Um, we talked about why testicles are outside your body. Chris, mm. you know why? Uh, no, Maddox. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Chris, you're about to learn something, buddy. Listen Here to this. Go. Maddox, what the fuck? Cum dies when it gets too hot? Cum needs to be below body temperature? Maddox, it goes directly from one body into another and makes a baby. <laughs> Do you know what temperature a body it is body right. temperature. <laughs> Come on. Okay, asshole. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we get it. <laughs> I like that a lot. Well, actually. in all fairness, chicks are always cold, so maybe a woman's body is, yeah. is colder on the inside, whereas a man's body, he keeps those sperm inside himself, they'll die. Yeah, Rucka yeah. had some weird theory about wanting to tuck his balls in or something. What was it? I would just said, with the re- uh, I wondered why, <laughs> why we evolved to have our nuts hang out where yeah. anyone can kick them. Yeah. Why didn't they why aren't they inside of us protected, right? Right. And I realize it's so that when you're having an like an upside down blowjob, like sixty nine, your your nutsack protects the woman's face from your asshole. <laughs> Is that the that's the Science. evolutionary yeah. advantage to that? Darwin, I think it was the one who first noticed that. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. It was in that thing about the finches, yeah? When mm-hmm. he noticed the that was it, the yeah. finches nutsacks and how they protected their asshole. <laughs> Yeah, well, did they observe- teach you that at the Smashburger Academy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, in uh, in uh, Finch class. Yes, <laughs> he observed two Finches sixty nining with balls <laughs> ball sacks on one of the Finch's chins. Yeah. These things happen. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, we got one last voicemail, and this is going to be an interesting one because last week on the podcast, I said that I put something in my book. I know where this is going. That if a caller called in before Rucka noticed it, mm-hmm. that Rucka. Was going to get a demotion on the show. Well, I got a caller here. Yeah. Listen to this. Here's a caller who has something to say. Fuck whales. Acknowledgement section. Page 236. <laughs> Thanks to my homie, Rocka Rocka Ali, who will never read this book or even realize I thanked him and gave him a promotion. Um, is it... <laughs> Hold on, is it is it Fiverr where you can pay a foreigner to say something <laughs> he doesn't understand? Because that right there was a guy that doesn't speak English. Well, I understood it English enough, buddy. Yeah. He said on page 236 of my book, and you guys can all look it up right now, yeah. I thanked my homie, Rucka Rucka Ali. Wow. I said, because I know, even though he'll never read it and realize that I gave him a promotion, yeah. which you didn't read, and now you're getting page a demotion. 236, huh? 236. You expect me to read that far? Yeah. In one week? Yeah. Well, <laughs> a lot of people did. He did, apparently. He did. Yeah. All right. Well, the fans noticed it before you did. The fan. You got... <laughs> <laughs> 
you got some guy called in from Swahili, and you're so fucking <laughs> boastful about it. Well, he he noticed it before where, where you did. Where do they speak Swahili? <laughs> oh, yeah, perfect Swahili accent. Mikey, you know Swahili, right? Of course I do. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah. You can do you, you can do like an African voice, sure right? I can. Wow. Wow. There's that new wow. Black Panther Swahili. Oh my god, I feel like I'm back home in Swahil. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> that. Look at your heels. Yeah. <laughs> Look at your heels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Common awesome. Swahili insane. Right. Yeah. Well, anyway, thank you for the acknowledgement in your book. Oh. Um, and mm-hmm. what what's my position now? What am well, I? Well, so good question. Ma- ma- uh, uh, fucking science corner. Uh. Oh, you wish. No. Unfortunately, yeah. Raka, because this is a huge faux pas. Huge. This is a major, major upset on the show. Yes. Because you were the top unit, key grip, deputy cadet moderator. Yes. Right? And he worked his way up. He used to be right. the power bottom commanding <laughs> moderator on the show. <laughs> but I'm, unfortunately, you're getting a demotion today. Two. Because the caller called it out before you did. Yeah. And your new rank is the superintendent of cum dumpsters. <laughs> <laughs> That's a that's promotion right. as far as I'm concerned. That's a promotion. Yeah. Now, I didn't it may sound like a low low <laughs> rank, but you're still above the janitor of cum so dumpsters. Are there a lot of cum dumpsters on this show? Is just someone some... needs to superintend tend to them? <laughs> just the one and you got and your new duties are Where? you got to empty it. At yeah. the end of every show, you got to take right, out take... The, the cum dumpsters. All right, guys, please go easy on those dumpsters. Try to aim, all right? Don't fucking get any all over the sides of it. I'm the one who's got to take it out back later and Damn. empty it. It, it could have been into, worse. Into the into the garden. It could have been worse. You could have been the janitor of cum dumpsters, but it's uh, a thankless job. Yeah, it's yeah. a thankless job. Sure yeah. is. But it's not a cumless job. Nope. Nope. <laughs> that is until you dump it. Um. But anyway, those are your new duties. All you can right. still moderate on the show, you but can? yeah, you got to uh, work your way back up to moderation. That's what happens. Very strict. Oh, not, oh okay. Cool. Very, very harsh. Very harsh. Very strict. But fair punishments. Oh, on the show. Who, who would argue otherwise? Yeah. Mikey's still Swagmaster. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Swagmaster? You... Mm-hmm. Swagmaster. He's the Swagmaster. He's the Sergeant of Swag. He got a promotion a while back. That's horrendous. <laughs> I didn't ask for it, Chris. Mikey. Fair enough. I got it. Very nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Might have some uh, help there, Rucka. Yeah. Dumping dump all that cum. Nice. <laughs> it takes, a, takes a team. Yeah. Sometimes. Well, guys, coming up at the end of the show, I've got some headlines as always, but we should get to the debate this week. With me is my superintendent of cum dumpsters, <laughs> Rock Rock Ali. That's his buzzer. And Chris Raygun, let's hear yours. Hey. If either of these two fine gentlemen or myself buzz in, that means we want to chime in and say something, point out a correction, anything of that nature. And uh, Mikey will also be debating this week with our roundtable discussion, which is, what is the most overrated movie of all time? Chris, as our guest this week, I'm going to give the floor to you first. Right. What do you think is the most overrated movie of all time? Uh, the Dark Knight and the entirety of the Nolan Batman trilogy. Wow. Dark Knight and the entire Chris Nolan Batman yeah, trilogy. Yeah, all of them. All of them. Every single one of them. Now, I take issue with that only because, and I, I agree with two of those movies. Yeah. But the middle one is brilliant. The Dark Knight was great. The middle one's fine. Oh, it's fine. It's okay. Why is it overrated? Because everybody fucking loves it, even though it's everybody every, everybody knows that they love it because the Joker's in it. Every scene that doesn't have the Joker in it is a waste of time. Like, Batman's boring. They killed his girlfriend and nobody cares. 
No one cared. Did you care? About no, Batman's no. girlfriend? About I Batman didn't even know he had one. There you go. Yeah. Well, you didn't even see the movie, did you? I saw the movie. I saw parts them. of it. No, I saw the whole thing. I saw the whole but, thing. But uh, they didn't notice, or they, the fucking Katie Holmes wasn't in it, so they got some other... Yeah, it's, it's Maggie Gyllenhaal. Right. I remember that. Wasn't she Spider-Man's girlfriend, too? No. No, that's Kirsten Dunst. They look alike, though. I mean, in the sense that they're women. Yeah. <laughs> well, to, to the Armenians, okay. all us white boys look the same. Mm. Right. But I don't know. That, that movie is just like, it, it's just every scene that the Joker's in is, is good. Yeah. But yeah. like the rest of it's crap. Like you, you could have, it's, it's long, it's drawn out, and the star of the movie, the Dark Knight, is irritating. Hmm. He's irritating. His he's got voice. the dumb voice. Yeah. His, he's whining the whole fucking time. Oh, he's, I remember that one shot of him sitting in the chair. With, uh, I, don't, I don't know if I could be Batman anymore. <laughs> it's like, shut the, Spider-Man already did this. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Well, it was, it felt kind of refreshing in that it was, I feel like, a new, darker, grittier take on a superhero film. And Nolan brought that to the screen. I mean, Hellboy, you could arguably say Hellboy before that, but Nolan really brought that to the screen. Right? You don't know? No. Wait. Uh, there's, there's Spawn. Spawn. Yeah, Spawn. Get out of here. Spawn. There's Spawn. There's Blade 2. Spawn was garbage. Blade 2 was garbage. Any other garbage movies you want? <laughs> Spawn. The Spawn movie is so fucking bad. Which, by the way. Spawn is fun, though. Oh, fun to not watch. If you <laughs> if you haven't seen it in a while, go to YouTube. Do yourself a, a disfavor and look up the Spawn. Um, who was the bad guy in Spawn? The, uh, the Violator. The Violator CG. Is that his looks- name? So bad. Yeah, Violator. The Violator. I didn't know that. Yeah, he has a big mouth and he's like real stringy. Whatever. I just remember there was like a midget. Was there a midget in that movie? There was, yeah. There was the like detective. a CG midget? What, what is that thing that follows Spawn around? That, oh, there's like a creepy fucking demon thing. Yeah, the Violator. I don't know. Mm. Whatever. Yeah, that's the Violator. Who fucking The cares? fat guy. He looks like a clown. Right, yeah. yeah the Violator. Yeah, that's that's upsetting. So the Dark Knight is overrated. Right? Is yes. that what we're talking about? Yeah. So no, yeah. So we're talking about whether or not the Dark Knight series, the Christopher Nolan Dark Knight series, yeah, is overrated. Yeah. And you think all of them? Now, I, I, I would agree with the first movie. Everybody loved the first, first fucking movie. First one sucks. It sucks. Everyone. I, every, every single person. No. no I, all humans. All humans. Everyone loved the one, the Dark Knight. The I Dark Knight was great, but they loved the first one too. What's it? Batman Rises? Yeah, Batman you know what? They did love it. Yeah. You know why? Because it didn't suck as bad as the ones before it with fucking George Clooney and all that shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's and people true. People like, oh, wow, finally. But that doesn't make something good that it's like better than something that came out right. two decades before that right. sucked. Mm-hmm. Here's my you know? problem. Here's my problem with the the Batman Rises, right? Is that what it is? Uh, the first one? Yeah. Is Batman Begins. Batman Be- Oh, mm. Batman Begins. Yeah. Oh, thank God we saw another fucking origin story, Batman. We yeah. really needed to retell that fucking story. No, but... And I actually did a video where I talked about this. Like, there are at least 12 different versions of that in existence. They show that scene over and over and over again. We get it. Batman's parents were killed by some mugger or something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway... So, so here's here's my problem with that with that with that first movie mm-hmm. is that they kind of humanized the bad guys. So at the beginning of the movie, they ruined it. They ruined it with like one or two sentences of dialogue, of narration, where they said a lot of these crooks and the underground gamblers and the people who are you know thugs and these bad people in in mm-hmm. Gotham are that way because of their circumstances in life. They grew up in a hard part of town and they fell into the wrong crowd and. 
They got into right. drugs, et cetera, et cetera. So that right there gutted. Now watch Batman beat them all up. Yeah, and exactly. And break their bones and, and it, cripple their psyches. It, exactly. And it made me feel kind of bad for the bad guys. I'm like, yeah, he's they're right. You know, these are people who just uh, had bad circumstances. It's not necessarily that they made the bad guy. That I, I think a good movie should make you feel like something for the bad guy. But you felt nothing for Batman. I felt nothing for I Batman. I felt nothing for no. Bruce. Like, who cares? Who cares? Like, get over it. You, yeah. you, your parents died and you went and, like, hid in a cave like a fucking loser. Yeah. The only real hero in that movie was uh, Commissioner Gordon. I feel like he... Because he, he didn't even have all the suits and he wasn't a billionaire. By the way, Batman, if you're just beating up a bunch of poor people who fell into bad times, <laughs> you, you're a billionaire. Yeah. F- fucking fix... Like, build some housing and, and like, try to get these people off yeah. drugs. Exactly. Instead of punching them. The hero of that movie was the fucking credit sequence. That was the, that was the wow. hero of Batman Begins. You really hated that. Now, I will say, the third movie was a total shit show. Oh, it's garbage. Absolutely garbage. That is, I was glad that everybody was like on board with that, finally. Like, everybody was like, oh, this is, well, this is just not, not as good. It's really I was like, bad. yes, it's about time. It was so goofy. It was so stupid. Yeah. Um, Bane was just ridiculously over-the-top stupid. I remember at the time when that movie came out, though, everybody fucking loved it again. Yeah. Everybody Did, was, yeah, yeah. It, like, because it was like new. It was like a yeah, new, oh, yeah, it's yeah. Batman's back. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember just being like, this is trash. I love how there's that scene where he breaks, his back gets broken, and then he's in a, a, a pit in a Turkish prison, and he just, like, does some crunches, and his back is fine again. Yeah, yeah. And then he cl- he climbs his way out of a hole in, a, in, in, in Turkey. And travels to Gotham. Travels to Gotham without a passport. And then the first scene when he gets back to Gotham is him going to the Brooklyn Bridge and climbing it and putting some gasoline or some some um, incendiary material so he can burn his insignia. That's what he does when he gets to Gotham. Remember that? Because he lights the match <laughs> yeah, and he burns yeah. his insignia. And I, like, I totally forgot about that. It's yeah. like, a, like a fucking graffiti yeah. dude. It became a fucking cartoon. <laughs> hey, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, I'm back. Here's here's how I'm here's back. Here's my Banksy. Mm-hmm. Let you guys gonna, know I'm back. <laughs> I'm going to spend hours on this bridge. And by the way, he's, what is he, like a fucking, yeah, graffiti artist? Yeah, he knows his own <laughs> yeah. logo that well? Yeah, I guess so. He's an artist? What a piece of shit. Yeah. I was taking a, a college course when uh, Dark Knight came out. It was called, is that a community college course, actually. Mm-hmm. It was called... Um, did you finish that one? Yes, I did. It was a full semester. <laughs> oh. it, was, it was called Comic Books into Film. <laughs> yeah. At the time, I thought it was odd that adults take comic books seriously. Obviously, this, this was before I moved to L.A. and hung out with you and all these other winners. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I learned a lot about comic books and about Batman and... Uh, you know, we got it, the, the whole conversation sprung up. Like, how how does he do that voice? How does he do that voice? And <laughs> you mean that you just did? Yeah, but like the the, the 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 professor or teacher or whatever the fuck you you call community college instructors was this super serious, like uh, like thoughtful looking dude who just talked about this shit. Like, yeah, yeah. He he explained to us that they had a uh, voice synthesizers that make you know his voice, and I'm just like. I think some people can just do this voice. I don't wear hockey pants. Uh, that's the worst line ever. I don't wear hockey pants. I'll give pants. you that. I can't. I still. I'm startled. That was a line from the movie. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. from. I think that's from the Dark Knight. It's when mm-hmm. the fat guy's all. He was in the Batman yeah, he, suit and he was tied up. He, oh right. Batman jumps down. Yeah. He lands in his car like it's fucking Fast and the Furious. <laughs> yeah. And uh, one of the crooks is like, 
I'm retarded. And then Batman's like, that's because I don't wear hockey pants. Or so I don't remember. I say, why do you get to f- fight these guys? What's the difference between you and me? And he says, I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> Are you good sure it's pants or the, the guy was wearing oh, no. uh, the Batman hat. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Can't dispute that. I am wearing hockey pants. Yeah. Fuck, guess, he's got me pegged. Yeah. I guess that's... I mean, okay, I hate to play devil's advocate here, but no, to, be fair, to be no, fair... Yeah, but it, what's he going to have a fucking philosophical discussion with this cr- this guy he just apprehended? It's like, well, actually, it's because I'm, I'm a billionaire and I had training. Is that the, Would that be a better line? Fair enough. You bozos? But, right. What else is he going to say? <laughs> what's the difference between you and me? Uh, yeah. I, I would have liked him to just say, shut up. Yeah. Or just like not even acknowledge. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Yeah. That would have been better. Better than the hockey pants line. Okay. Anything mm. else you want to add, Chris? No, I think I've been pretty damn uh, clear. <laughs> True. Okay, Mikey, mm-hmm. we're going to move to you. What is your most overrated movie of all time? All right, here comes my most overrated movie of all time. Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay, and I'm going to give you one solid reason why. Okay. I knew it was him the whole fucking time. Mm. Oh, my gosh, Mikey. <laughs> of course, Mikey has like a Scooby-Doo reason for why. <laughs> I knew. <laughs> And you know what? Sally Field never gave Robin Williams a chance, ever. His wife? And Wait, let's, Yes, let's, that was his wife. Let's Sorry. get everyone up to speed, because it's been, what, 20 years since it's, that movie came out? It's been a while, and uh, the lore of Mrs. Doubtfire is I'm sorely, bitter. I'm sorely bitter missing at the in the film public consciousness. Because, because Robin never got a chance to be with his kids in the right light. He had to go. Oh, I'm very offended by the movie. So what's the plot? The plot is he and his wife are separated or separating. Uh, I wanted you to like. It? I wanted you to sum it up. With I'll your, sum it up. With, yeah, tell okay, us what happened in Mrs. Doubt. I'll fucking tell you. Maddox movie reviews. Yes, great new, new hot new segment on the show. Happy to do. All right, because I have summarized Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, I've seen this twenty years ago, and here's how like okay. a steel trap my mind is. Yeah, right. Perfect. Let's hear it. Works yeah. perfectly. Mm-hmm. So him and his wife are separating or something, and then he wants to spend some time with his kids. So he found a way to do it by dressing up as a nanny. To get in there and spend some time with his kids, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm disappointed by how accurate that's that actually yeah. like. Inc- that's like yeah. exactly what's exactly. on the back of the box. Wow. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right down to the words. Verba- uh, what or you, something. What's, what's on your laptop? Did you just read the movie? Uh, nothing. The, yeah. <laughs> he's nothing on the, here. But he's, he's on the IMDb. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. Dot wiki. <laughs> the wiki. The Doubtfire yeah. wiki. The Doubtfire fandom is pretty intense. Yeah. Oh, it's True. a very yeah, very engaging. Yeah. It's just constantly ridiculous. Yeah, fan art. Uh, anyway, so that's the plot of the movie, and you think that it's it's shit because you, let me get this straight, knew all along, Mikey? <laughs> yeah. What was the first clue? When, I'm offended. When, when they showed us in the first scene, the first act of the movie, when he put the mask on, was that when you knew? It what wasn't was- the first scene of the movie, Maddox. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, I was sad that that he was never given justice, Chris Ray Gunn, who's always about justice. Oh, Absolutely. And I'm Batman. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I thought he was pretty stupid to quit his job at the beginning. He's got like a cool ass job doing voices. In yeah, a he was like a voice actor. And like he 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 decides like he's just going to this is a grown man. This is a 40 year old man decides I'm going to decide what this character says. Yeah. And the guy's like, no, there's a script. You're a voice actor. <laughs> yeah. You can probably improvise one or two things, but this is you're you got a script. And he's like, oh, no, I did. Piss off and just walks out. He just walks out of a fucking job. Like no wonder his woman's divorcing him. No wonder he can't get custody. The guy's fucking insane. Yeah, who just fucking le- an awesome job like that. Yeah. And by the way, to have gotten that job at some point coming up in the ranks, 
some director will have told you, no, um, please, Robin, stick to the script. Yeah, or whatever yeah. his character's name was. It mm-hmm. wasn't Robin. But uh, in the movie, you, voice actors know not to go off the, the script. And by the way, when they are told they can't go off the script, they don't just walk out of, and just quit their entire fucking careers. Yeah. Especially, like, that's a hard field to, like even break into for a lot of people yeah it's very yeah, hard. especially i would imagine it would be di- more difficult in the fucking 90s when you couldn't just so buy a goddamn fewer. macbook pro yeah. and just do it yourself <laughs> yeah you know there wasn't goldenvoice.com and fiverr where apparently i paid that co- fan to call in apparently from Swahili. So. uh you know in the spirit of um <laughs> of uh things that a uh, new segment on the show another new segment Things that took place in the '90s that would not be acceptable today. Oh my gosh! Um, he call he when he's uh, trolling his wife and he keeps like calling her, pretending to be different <laughs> yeah. applicants for the nanny job, and you know, and then at one point he goes, she answers the phone. He goes, "Hi, uh, do you have any any children?" She's like, "Yes," uh, and he, he goes, "I don't work with boys because I used to be one." And she like hangs up. Wow, I don't not work fly the- today. Absolutely uh-uh. not. There's so much. <laughs> That's a good line. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's so much. Uh if you watch like any show from the late 90s and you and it's already it already Dude, feels... forget about the late I was watching Tropic Thunder the other day. Mm. Yeah. I am astonished. The blackface? The the blackface Ben Stiller like pretending to be like like unfathomably retarded. Yeah. Mm. It's Shocking that that movie is as is as new as it is. Mm-hmm. It's cra- yeah, it's crazy how much. Uh, Holy I, I was I was watching uh, Monster Squad not too long ago. It's, oh yeah, you remember Monster Squad? Yeah, I watched so it when I was a kid. I, yeah, when I, so did I, and I didn't recognize this when I was a kid, but I watched it again as an adult, and those kids constantly call each other fags. It's like their go-to insult. They're oh. just constantly saying it's like nothing. And- Bill, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Remember, like they're like the the two evil versions of them, like. They, they look at each other and go, fags! And that's like a kid's movie. I don't remember that either. Holy I don't shit. remember that either. The, yeah. the sequel, Bogus Journey. Because like when we were kids, it was just like, oh yeah, you know, people just say that. Yeah. It was just a thing that people said. Can you imagine that shit today? Well, in in fairness to um It. Oh yeah, they did. They did they say did it. And I was like, to it. oh hell. Yeah. Not as much. Not as, not much. as much. There's way more in Monster Squad. That's true. Yeah, yeah, much. But I was actually, I was honestly just like shocked to hear it even once. In yeah. it, to be honest, I was like, oh, and they even stabbed the little fat kid, little, like, little edgy. You know, on that note, um, I want to say this just because it's the Halloween season. Mm-hmm. Okay, last year, Medea's Boo came out. Oh fuck! And yeah, <laughs> and I saw the trailer. I'd never, I'd never seen a Tyler Perry movie before. One of the Medeas, whatever, and it looked like a shit show. And I thought, I'm going to get my friends, and we're going to go see this, like, ironic douchebag hipsters, and yeah. just like, oh, let's see what a shit show this movie is. And I sat down, and almost from right, almost from the credits, I was laughing my ass off. It is legitimately one of the funniest movies I've seen. I'm now a fan. I'm looking forward to seeing Boo 2, and it is really fucking funny. And it's because, Chris, <laughs> I'm telling you guys, it is because it has that really inappropriate 90s humor. There is fat jokes. They're making fun of fat kids. They're making oh, fun yeah. of... Well, it's I mean, hilarious. Tyler Perry's always done that, I feel like. Yeah, it's great. I don't like Tyler Perry. But like, I've noticed that it's been a common thing. He just like, fucking yeah. rags mm-hmm. yeah. on a lot of disabled people. Yeah, disabled <laughs> people. Well, let's talk about disabled arguments. R- Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> Help is on the way, dear. Yeah. <laughs> Help is on the way. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. not not too bad. This is Doubtfire here. Eugenia Doubtfire, dear. What was your name? Eugenia Doubtfire, dear. Eugenia Doubtfire. Dear. I can't remember. Eugenia. I don't work with the males because I used to be one. 
Did he do any other, did he do any like racial accents when he called in? Like a Jamaican or anything? What did he do? Mikey, I don't please think just so. do a Jamaican He did accent. an impression of a hot dog that sticks in my mind. Like to this day when he like fucking goes rigid. Yeah. So, so Mrs. Doubtfire, now here's the thing, Mikey. I, I, it's fine for you to think that this is an overrated movie. But because you knew all along, I believe that people who watched the trailer knew that Robin Williams was Mrs. Doubtfire. Just the trailer. The I think it was away. me. Just me. I was the only person. It really upsets you. Are you one of those people, and you know, in, in fairness, a lot of people are like this. When they can predict how it's going to end or when they can guess what's going to happen, they fucking hate the movie? Are you one of those? No. You're not? I'm not. Are you, Mikey? Do you hate it when you figure it out? Not if it's a fun road to the end. Yeah. Yeah. If it's done well, I don't really care if it's predictable. It's the whole spoiler argument. I'm a big, I'm, I'm a huge advocate of spoilers. I think spoilers don't spoil movies because if they did, you would never be able to enjoy a movie you've seen before because you know what's going to happen. Yeah, mm, I, I, do, I do think there's validity for the, like, for the first time you see it, though. Like, don't, you don't want to, like, give away, like, the obvious shit. Like, like the, the thing that, for me, with Star Wars, right? Yeah. It was spoiled from, like, the beginning. Like, because, like, you can't avoid that spoiler. Uh, which I, one? Uh, all, any of them. Han Solo dying? <laughs> yeah, oh, blow the fuck out. <laughs> blow the fuck out. It's like fucking children. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I, what I, I get saying. what you're saying. Yeah. Why, why does Mrs. Doubtfire come up as far as, like, knowing how it ends? Did anyone know how that movie would end? I, I was a kid. I thought they would get back together. Isn't that, That's like, what I th- didn't, Isn't happy that what happened? No, no, they, no, they, they stayed divorced. They actually. stay divorced, oh. and there's no fucking happy ending. Really? I think that's why. I mean, why. she lets him, like, babysit the kids after school. Like, and that's it. That's it. Yeah. She, she, like, lets him watch. <laughs> that really is it. It's, it's actually it's a like, very dark ending. It's like he's he's got a kid's TV show as Mrs. Doubtfire, and he's narrating mm-hmm. to this sad girl who's written this letter to him saying, my mommy and daddy have split up, and he's explaining as Mrs. Doubtfire a oddly uh, connecting thing to his scenario with his kids, mm-hmm. but it's creepier because it's Robin Williams explaining it. It is as Mrs. Doubtfire, oh. so you're almost like unsettled, and he's like, it's going to be okay, and like the car drives off in the distance. You see San Francisco, and I'm oh. I'm sad. That's a terrible ending. It, it, is pretty, you, it is pretty sad, actually. I don't remember that. That's super sad. How you, recently have you seen this? It's my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most overrated. <laughs> most overrated. Okay, yeah. Mikey Boltz, Mrs. Doubtfire, Rucka, you have a pick for us. What's your most overrated movie? Of yeah, all time? I brought this up once before on the show, but it it needs like its full attention. Uh, the Matrix. Oh, The Matrix. Wow. Interesting. Ugh. Okay, you better not be talking about the first movie because that was art. Did you think I was talking about the second one, but I would just call it The Matrix? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I did. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you think the whole you think the whole trilogy or just the first movie itself the is fir- over? Well, the second one was horrible. I didn't, was. I didn't even bother watching the third one. The second and third were pretty awful. Um, yeah. I watched it. It was just a train. Well, when you have so little to work off of, where is it going to go? Rucka, <laughs> The Matrix. Yeah, The Matrix was not only a good movie, mm-hmm. but it was influential to mm-hmm. the rest, like every movie that came out for the next like five to ten years. How so? Every movie had that fucking bullet time thing with oh. the slow motion dodging attacks yeah. and stuff yeah. like that my kind most, of action. My style. most fond memories of the two thousands were uh, sh- action movies where uh, Jet Li is dodging bullets. That's really just you know. There's like the time I first got laid. 
uh, my first trip to Disneyland, and then uh, watching shitty action movies from the 2000s. Okay, that doesn't sound very sincere. It doesn't? It, do- it sounds no. like you're kind of you being know, sarcastic. You know, I'm very monotone. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man, what do you real? What do you not like about that movie? It was a fun movie. It was well, really interesting. The red pill, that's where the red pill, blue pill thing came thank from. Thank you for explaining to me why the movie's <laughs> overrated. That's why? It's not that it's like a bad movie, but it's how fucking pretentious it is. And how the whole fucking world was like talking about it like, oh my God, I never thought of it that way. You know? It's like there's all this happening out there. But, you know, all the people going to work and living their life, they're so shallow, so happy. They don't even know what's really going on, man. Guess when you think about it, if you could, you make the choice. Take the blue pill or the red pill. It's like, oh, my God. Cringe to oblivion, bro. You know what it is, Rucka? Huh. I, I feel like, and, and Chris, you might be able to back me up on this. I feel like the people who have the most visceral response to something that they really, really hate, yeah. it's because they're, it's like some, it's a part of themselves that they're hating on because they know that deep down they're a little bit of that. You know, I never thought of it that way, but you're right, bro. Oh my God, you just red pilled me, bro. Yeah, you got red pilled. Oh yeah. my Boom. God. All yeah. Right. Fucking yeah. Hell. Dude, that movie is mm. so influential that even today, I see a meme, a Matrix meme, yeah. like Morpheus, like saying, what if I told you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's it's so influential. influential. In fairness, mm-hmm. influential doesn't necessarily mean good. Like, Citizen Kane True. was influential. Wow. And Citizen Kane sucks. That's, that's a not good a good point. movie. That's a good point. There's there a lot go. of yeah. This yeah. runner up. Oh, of it was his. Movies. It was his sled. <laughs> Fuck. I really. I, oh, that's the movie with the rosebud. Yeah, it's rosebud. Yeah. And like the whole time, it's like, well, no one was in that room to hear him. So like, how are they even investigating this to begin with? If you haven't seen the movie, don't. I, ha- I haven't. And the only reason I know anything about Citizen Kane is because of an old episode of the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Where they referenced Rosebud, mm-hmm. and that's really? the only thing. That's the only reason I know it's a sled is because it was in Ghostbusters. That was probably more enter- more entertaining and probably better. Absolutely, than Citizen you know, um, the Matrix was influential even more than just that one meme, the red pill meme. It's like it created this, um, or I don't know if it created it solely, but it seems to have influenced this perception that the guys who live on the internet, like Keanu Reeves in that movie, the yeah. guys who just have a screen name and hide behind their Avatar, they know that they find out the truth. They know what's really going on. They're like superior. They're superior. They get it, man. They're red-pilled. And these guys are such fucking losers. And, like, the whole fucking movie, um, to the extent that it conveys any any message, it's like that, you know, happy people are shallow. Happy people are blue-pilled. The people living out in, you know, the fake reality, a.k.a. the one we can identify with our five senses... Those guys, they don't get it, man. It's the fucking, it's the red pill guys. The guys who know the, curse to know the truth, that are living underground and eating vomit and just fucking, uh, you know, just doing what they can to save the world. Ruck, I mean, in fairness, Mm -hmm. you do have to have a very high IQ to get any enjoyment out of the matrix <laughs> that's true just, yeah you're not smart enough yeah that's it's only, the problem it's only mensa Fucking members loser. that, even, that blue, even talk about the matrix blue pilled rucka that's <laughs> yeah. what that's what he is Hell he, yeah. now here's the thing just the fact that we're having this discussion i think is interesting because it, it does come down to not only the philosophy of the of the mad scientist right which is the argument that we are just brains in a jar and a mad scientist experiment where we this all this whole reality could be an illusion it's an old philosophical concept it's not like and i know i understand the how annoying it is that a bunch of newbies watched this right. movie and were their their minds were blown about this like pretty common philosophical argument but the 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 red pill blue pill argument is really interesting you can make a case that it's better to live in a uh 
you know, sweet obliviousness, not knowing mm-hmm. about the torture that your your actual body is sustaining, where you could continue living on in that life, or you could quote be woke and take the red pill and and right. know about the the but reality. That's, that's an old. That's old as hell, though. That's like that's ignorance is bliss. That's yeah, like it's a really ignorance old... is bliss, yeah. right? But it's interesting. I think it's it interesting is. that that was that was successfully done in a very it was mainstream... wrong back then, and it's wrong today to say that you know knowledge is you know a curse and that you know you're better off being blissfully ignorant. It's such bullshit. That's it's anti scientific. All right, <laughs> fucking science corner. Oh, rock a science corner. Science corner. Man. I thought the whole point. I thought I thought we're all about this fucking you know we're we're here because science is better than faith and we're here to fucking identify reality and believe our senses in order to uh, make the world more suitable right we're here to learn the truth knowledge we're here to gain knowledge we're here to be scholarly aren't we maddox but instead we've got this stupid fucking movie and it's underlying stupid fucking philosophy saying oh no man the world is a deception man it's all just a fucking hologram bro you want to know the truth take this red pill and spend the rest of your existence with a shaved head uh (laughs) hoping the one girl and you'll ever see again will uh uh be prepared to receive you wow yeah, well, I don't know, man. The, the, I I hate this reality that we're living in right now, where you're shitting on the Matrix. Well, you hate yeah. reality because you're the one spending your your life uh, plugged into the fucking computer, man. How ironic! So? The guys who are fucking not even ironic. It's it's fucking sell. It it is the fucking movie. The guys the guys plugged into their fucking PCs today, and then the guys plugged into the Matrix. It's like. Uh, anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I identify yeah. with the Matrix. I uh, yes, you do. That's yeah, the problem. I, I saw the movie in theaters <laughs> six yeah. times. What a clearly influenced you positively. The movies. This is this is a weird Ugh. little aside, but the movies right. I've seen most in theaters and most just overall. Uh, well, as a kid, Time Bandits. I watched that movie. I don't know why. It's not like one of the only VHSs that we had, so I watched that a ton. But in movie in theaters, The Matrix saw mm. six times. Jurassic Park saw six times, and then. Oddly enough, Schindler's List, I've seen like six uh, times. Wow. And not in theaters. It no. just happened to be always be on. I saw it in school. I saw it in college. I saw it yeah, on a date. Daycare. <laughs> on a date. Let's go watch A. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go to the premiere of Schindler's <laughs> List? Oh, it was a breakup date. Mm. Oh, well. Yeah. That's um, a- <laughs> Wonder Prepper. Look, it's not so bad. Look well, what happened all- to these people. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to soften the blow. Jeez. See, Chris gets it. Smart man, Look, Chris. I love kung fu, by the way. And like to me, kung fu is shows like ability. It shows achievement, right? Training. Yeah. Instead, yeah. they just plug him into the fucking machine, and he wakes up. I know kung fu. How can you take anything with Keanu Reeves seriously? Jesus Christ. Rucka, look, hey, kung- well, well, what, what uh, was that one recent? Uh, what was that action movie that he's in? Oh, um, Wick. John Wick. John, John Wick, Wick, yeah. John Wick is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen I'll it. say that's that's pretty good. I haven't yeah. seen it. It might be overrated. I don't know. I've but heard, it's pretty great. I've I like heard it. Yeah. And how does, how does he know the Matrix is real, right? When Morpheus takes him into the fucking place? Because he's ascended, Rucka. He's ascended. He he's an ascended human. Real. Well, that's that's a good point that mm-hmm. Rucka brought up, and it's a really deeply philosophical. No, one, it's where not. You don't it's ever know. It is not anti philosophy. You know yes, I do. Yeah, what yeah. is it? Philosophy is the theory mm-hmm. of life. You you come yeah. up with theories that explain life, like why we exist, why right. anything. And by the way, you mm-hmm. suggested earlier that the meaning, the purpose of life, is that we should try to learn as much. We should try to learn as much <laughs> as we can about the world around us. But that's not necessarily the, a fact. You can make a, an argument mm-hmm. that it's better to be blissfully ignorant. Let me ask you this. Here's a philosophical question. This is something I've thought about a lot. If you pluck a poor 
person, yeah. uh, someone from poverty in India, just pluck them out of their oh poverty, place them in New York, put them in the Astoria Hotel or whatever, really nice hotel, give them the high life for a week, and then take them back and put them in their poverty. Do you think they're, that uh, it's a better life to have known that luxury and know that it exists or is it a better life to be living in poverty? These are both and not know? shitty options. How about the Indians can fucking uh, embrace science, embrace reality, not the Matrix version of reality, embrace the quote blue pill that is your five senses and the actual observable world, and they can produce and they can trade. And before you know it, India looks like New York City, only even cleaner and better because New York is clean. Um, <laughs> it's such such a stupid fucking movie. Like it's so fucking dumb. Like I hate how you're still your argument against this as the overrated movies that. But it makes you think, bro. Like you're still fucking clinging to this premise that like you know reality is 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 less desirable than being plugged into a fantasy. Go ahead, hit your little buzzer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. sound means someone made a straw man argument. Did he? <laughs> yes, he did, like and that what? was you. That uh, you didn't even answer my analogy. I'm not saying that. Uh, okay, if two that's shitty options. options, either you're living in poverty because the fucking dictatorial government won't let you. Who fucking... cares what the reasons? Okay. You're living in well, poverty. The reasons matter. Well, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> is it better to have lived a life where you don't know something better exists, or to know that it exists? And that it's unattainable. Both, neither? Both? I don't know. Well, why would you want it, either uh, one of those? My argument, you wouldn't. But my argument is, and, and Chris, I want to hear your theory on this too, mm. but my argument is, if you're a poor person, it's better to live your life in poverty and not know that there's a better life ahead or a better possibility than to have experienced it mm -hmm. and then never experience it again. Well, why would you never experience it again? Well, if they uh, if it just some, if it if that just happens to be the circumstance, yes. If well, that but to be you, a circumstance. I would say it's better to know it exists and to spend your life trying to attain it. What if you can't? What if you, you die trying? Don't don't think you can't. What if you, you lose can. all your limbs? Yeah. What if you, you're, you're Stephen limbless. Hawking doesn't have any limbs? Yeah, but yeah. Stephen mm -hmm. Hawking got to that point after a certain uh, life of success and and tenure. But like, so? it's it's exactly like that. If you if you're a uh, if you have leprosy in India oh and you're a poor, a poor person, Jesus Christ, and there and there's no way oh like God. you you think that there's like you could just bootstrap your way out of any you know fucking good, shitty situation. A, a good that. example is like kind of like blindness. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Oh yeah, what's that? No, I said a good example is like kind of like blind. Is it better to be born blind or to, or like, to be born sight. with sight or to yes. have lost your sight, okay. knowing what the experience okay, of sight listen, is? Listen, guys, poverty is man's default state. Okay, is that? Can you fucking just let me say one thing without explaining to me why? Well, you know, actually raising your eyebrows and mansplaining to me, <laughs> poverty is man's default state. Okay. A hundred thousand years ago, everyone was living in a way that would greatly resemble a miserable life today. Okay. Right. Short, brutal, and blind. Blind. Well, not <laughs> short. Yeah. Everyone right. was born blind. <laughs> yeah. Where was I going with that? Yeah. So whether we're trying to cure poverty, blind, how to care for the blind, how to, how a man without limbs may someday have prosthetic ones or whatever it is, observation of reality science as some of us are fans of and experts in <laughs> and not embracing stupid fucking philosophies like the matrix 101 yeah 
are the way out of that undesirable situation. But you just want to live in this bullshit scenario where you were all starving Indians without limbs and without vision. <laughs> and, you know, so what's the best? Is it best to just be in this state or to maybe get plugged into a fucking uh, uh, VR uh, virt- virtual boy, what, what's the uh, the fucking thing where you uh, see holograms? Virtual reality. Yeah, virtual. Uh, yeah, but there's augmented uh, reality. Yeah. Augmented reality. It, it's the fucking new toy. Oculus Rift. Oculus Rift. Yeah. yeah. Right. Or is it better to be plugged into that shit? Yeah. Well, I guess you make a good point, Rucka. Yes. I guess the Matrix movies didn't spurn any philosophical conversations. Anyway, uh, moving on to uh... <laughs> overrated. Overrated. Didn't overrated. say it was bad. I said it was overrated. What do you guys think? Did you like the Matrix movie? The first yeah. one. I liked the Matrix. I liked it too. What do yeah. you think, Mikey? I saw it when I was a kid. Yeah. I thought I liked it. Good yeah. movie. We all agree. I didn't understand it, but <laughs> see, that's yeah. to your credit. You was, didn't understand. I was a little it. kid. It's yeah. well, it's better. It's better that you didn't under un, quote understand it. Yeah. That you didn't decide. You didn't realize the truth, bro. You never thought of it that way, bro. Never. You didn't Rucka get red pills. Rucka just hates anyone who's not at his intellectual level. Intellectual oh, level. I'm. I'm dumber than most, and that's why I've been able to resist the stupidity shoveled out by intellectual heavyweights like yourself. Thank you. He'll take yeah. that. Visionary. Yeah. That's me. Well, let's get to a real overrated movie. Guys, I got some runner-ups. Right. So I brought in some runner-ups on my picks. I, there were so many that are overrated. I'm going to talk about a few of them before I get to my number one most overrated movie. Oh, boy. And this may be a controversial one. I don't know. It's a newer movie. But uh, one of my runner-ups is... The Lion King. Mm. I I finally saw The Lion King as an adult for the first time like two, three years ago. Right. And the movie, I don't understand it. I don't understand why they sing. What do I, you mean? <laughs> they don't, what, what do you mean why do they sing? Why do they it's sing? Musical. It's a fucking musical. I don't get it. It's weird. Isn't it jarring? You're watching this fucking movie. Oh, there's a lion. He's just his father. No, died. it's... it's uh, Well... And the songs suck. I hate... Hakuna Matata. You, you don't like uh, Owimbawe? <laughs> no, I hate it so much. Or, or that beginning one where it's like, ah, uh, Sunya No, and then the whole entire premise of like, they, they just completely skirt the whole fact that the lions are going to kill and eat the other animals. Oh, yeah, it's a, dict- it's a dictatorial yeah. regime, yeah, it's, really. Uh, and, and, uh, and, and all the other animals are just, like, bowing down, the blue-pilled. Mm-hmm. They're bowing down, like, oh, yeah, he's our, <laughs> he's our new king. Yeah. Please eat me. Eat mm-hmm. me, master. You fuck- yeah. That's just fucking bullshit. They completely skirt the whole ethical, the whole argument, yeah. the whole animal. Absolutely. Yeah, the, and, and they do it with one sentence. It says, oh, Simba. This is the circle of life. We poop them out, and they become grass, and then mm-hmm. someone else eats the grass, and they eat us. Yeah. It's like, no, it's not the fucking same. If you eat grass, it's not going to be painful like eating a fucking real animal, is it? Well, well grass can feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who are you to decide? All right, well, that's a runner-up. Well, um, I just, you know, just to kind of bring things full circle, when people embrace... Um, uh, contradictory philosophy such as the matrix presents we end up with political systems such as in the lion king go ahead <laughs> that's you, a fascinating Rucka. yeah real fun real <laughs> real fun breakdown of the lion king. <laughs> no, it didn't make mudges. sense to me either as a kid why, yeah. why why are they all like why why does he get to be the here king? is yeah. the marxist system of the lion king <laughs> Yeah. Rucka's political breakdown of cartoons. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> well, so, you're the one complaining about the king being in charge. Why do why do they get to be in they charge? They should have put humans garbage. in that movie. Yeah. Yes. And the humans just fucking just poach. fucking bam, bam. Uh, Man, I'd f- be fucking rooting like, with a fucking hard on for that human. Uh, next runner up is The Princess Bride. 
Never I, seen it. Oh my gosh, dude. Mm. People have been raving about this movie for years. Is that the one where like Anne Hathaway dies in a car crash? No. No, no it's like a oh, weird... That's, oh, wait, that's just Princess Diane. <laughs> 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 Actually, that was a genuine mistake. That was <laughs> Ooh. That was a I wasn't a joke. Moment. I was genuinely like... That was no. amazing. Yeah, that was amazing. Oops. Um, <laughs> but The Princess Bride. No, that's the one, the weird anachronistic movie with... Uh, what's his name? The, the weird... Uh... Kevin Arnold was at the beginning. I don't know. No, the Fred guy from Savage. No, not oh. Fred Savage. He's the kid at the beginning who's like playing Nintendo. Oh yeah. And then his this... grandfather brings him the storybook to Is read this to the the inconceivable? That's the one, the inconceivable one right. with the Andre the Giant weirdly That's in it. That's all I remember. It's not funny. I watched it as an adult and I, and there was one laugh near the end of the movie and it has it's very quotable. People quote it all the time. I'm uh, my name Santiago is... Montayo. Oh yeah, you yeah. killed my father. You killed Prepare my father to die. It's just not funny. And I watched it on with like this girl who was really hot. I was on a date, and I was like really into this chick, and she was like, you got to watch Princess Bride. I can't believe you haven't watched it, blah, blah, blah. And I watched it, and I'm like, I can't even pretend to like it for this girl. It was that bad. Anyway, but my pick, all right, well, I got another runner-up, too, and I don't want to like draw this out too much. No, go ahead. Okay. I may, have, I may bring this in again uh, for another, another episode if we do another overrated movies one, but it's Rocky Horror Picture Show. I could go on and on about that. I hate it so right. much. But my number one pick. I never saw that. Rocky Horror? Yeah. It's a piece of shit. Scott Pilgrim. Oh, come on. That was yeah, a good movie. I see. I thought you might like it. Yeah. A lot it's of an people... Edgar Wright movie, and Edgar Wright's the best. So, Chris, you're not a gamer, right? You would not consider yourself a gamer? I mean, I play video games. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the answer Sometimes. is no. Um, right. Have you played anything? You, you haven't lately, in fairness, because you've been very busy, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Mikey, do you like Scott Pilgrim versus the world? Is that what it is? I liked it, but I understand why you might make an argument about it because yeah. there are just parts of it. It's so untraditional. I love Edgar Wright, too. I can understand where you're coming from, though. Yeah. What's it's, another it's, Edgar Wright it's movie? It's not a movie like Baby Driver and uh, He I did Hot all Fuzz. of the Simon Pegg movies. Yeah, uh, Hot Fuzz. Oh, and, yeah. Um, yeah, he directed yeah. all those. I liked, uh, did he do the um, Shaun of the Dead? Yeah. yeah. He did oh, that loved, at World's End. I love Shaun of the Dead. Or the World's End. Um. Well, the Scott Pilgrim movie—it took him like three years of convincing. That was good. Thanks. Took him like three years of convincing. All right, like it was back and forth with the studio to do it. Right. So he didn't. I don't even think he did it right away. Absolutely hated it, and I—I'm so angry. Like <laughs> when this movie came out, I was so angry about it. I don't even know why I—I I hated it so much. Like right. it was one of those movies that like fucking hits you, and you really have to like sit there and scratch your heads. Like why did I hate that so it's much? It's not like. It's, it is very non I, I can't think of another movie that's quite in that vein. Quite, I understand why it's like grading to a lot of people, but quite, I love the hell out of it. Quite as pretentious. First of all, it's not, it's not pretentious. That one's pretentious. Just video games. Like just YouTube video game pretentious. Video. Oh my gosh. The fucking gamer girl trope, the whole entire fucking movie where he's just like fucking a desperate sad sack loser trying so hard to get laid with this chick who doesn't give a shit. Yeah, her, it's and, accurate. And every fucking person in that movie is sarcastic to the point of like barf i just want to like cut myself it's so fucking sarcastic everyone's like oh so so cynical i hate it and then here's the thing the action in the movie is like the second matrix movie where nothing matters and the and i credit the matrix movie for ruining movies like this because superman does it scott right. pilgrim did it and the second matrix movie does it what punch everybody gets punched through mm -hmm. buildings through walls through mountains through anything yeah and they just like, get up it's like a video game come to life 
Yeah. No, I I get that. You know, I yeah. get I understand, but it's not fun to watch in a fucking movie because there are no stakes. Your IQ is just not high enough to appreciate. <laughs> yeah. Um Scott to bring Pilgrim. things full circle. Yes. When uh, you meet that one special girl, mm-hmm. all the stupid Matrix shit you believed before seems to suddenly not matter so much. What are you talking about? You gay? <laughs> uh, yeah, that Scott Pilgrim is great shit. You know, it's like uh, you feel good at the end. You feel, it's like oh it, no, you it's, don't. It's about a, he's pursuing somebody. Yeah. At least he leaves the house. Doesn't just plug into the fucking Matrix all day. <laughs> oh yeah, he leaves the house and yet he's still in a video game. He oh there he's like in a video game. He gets punched. And it doesn't matter. I don't think he's in a video game. It's just like the, it's just the, the style of the. Like, it's just the style of the, yeah. the movie. And that's my problem with it is that it it's an inauthentic. It's got too much style. No. <laughs> Oh, it's too it's too like unique. It's, it's too, not like the Matrix. It's too different. Where's Keanu? Where's Keanu? Where's Keanu to, to to give me some existential philosophies? I well, I finally figured out what it is about people like me who hated Scott Pilgrim. And right. it's anyone who's an actual gamer hated that movie. And anyone who's not, anyone who's kind of like gamer tangential oh, who, who The gamers hated it. The gamers hated because it. Because it's about a guy actually getting with a girl. No. It actually <laughs> presents the case that that is possible. And gamers don't want to live with that knowing they have the potential they're never going to exhaust. Dude, first of all, fucking bullshit. I was at TwitchCon last night. And let yeah. me tell you, first of all, Huge nerds. Uh, yeah. There was so there was like two guys standing in line in front of me, mm-hmm. and they were they were watching replays of their player player unknown battlegrounds game, and they were commenting on it. It's like, oh man, I should have ducked behind that boulder. My elbow was sticking out, and they turned around to 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 me and were were t- telling me about the strategy. And it's like, yeah, I can't believe I did that. I need to. Uh, we need to really up our game today and and the, the next day, and we're gonna. But. In spite of those nerds, mm-hmm. <laughs> in spite of those nerds, in spite of those nerds, there were a shit ton of hot babes. Yeah, there. yeah. And I don't even. And and this is the type of hot babes that go to TwitchCon mm-hmm. and are into gamers and yeah. in, into games. Titty streamers. Titty. Not not just titty streamers, but they are not very just titty. <laughs> not just titty, <laughs> titty streamers, but they're like they're authentic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like just authentic people who are into games, and they're all like sur- super turbo babes, and they never go outside in the sunlight, so they have super fair skin. I don't know. Yeah. Kind of a here, we'll do one of these. There you yeah. go. Um yeah. look, I'll just I'll just point to the moment of the movie where the guy says, You would fight me for her? And Scott Pilgrim says, No, I'll fight you for me. Uh, I don't uh, remember that. Barf. I remember the Seinfeld bit and I laughed my ass off. What yeah, was the Seinfeld good. bit? They they just cut to like a it's just like a random scene where they're in a ha- in their own house, but it's filmed like a sitcom out of nowhere. I hate it so much. It's so good. <laughs> Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Early on in the movie, and this is like a plus and a minus. Like I kind of like it and I kind of hate it. When he's going to the bathroom, it just out of nowhere just shows a little piss bar and it kind of just depletes. Yeah, uh, like, I like it's that. A, it, it's a nod to video games cool. mm-hmm. and video game culture, but oh. it's stealing. It's cheapening Ooh. it. It's <laughs> borrowing from guess. it. You came up. You came up with this. No, because it's inauthentic. Why? It's inauthentic because it mean? has nothing to do with video games. It's a. It's a. The whole what? thing is inauthentic. It's fake. It's filmed. What do you mean? It's, it's like a it's, script. It's inauthentic. The 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 homage they're paying to uh-huh. gamers. It's almost like you know um uh, Steve Buscemi from mm-hmm. uh, what's that show he used to do the, on Comedy Central. Uh, 
Jackass? Saturday night. No, no, no. Steve Buscemi on Jackass? There's a <laughs> <laughs> There's a meme of Steve Steve Buscemi with like uh-huh. a backwards cap. Oh, that's, I think he was just on SNL. Mm-hmm. I think okay, that's like an SNL skill. He, he's got, he's he, got see, a, he sees SNL reruns on Comedy Central and thinks it's a Comedy Central show. <laughs> yeah? He's got a backwards cap and a skateboard. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, hello, fellow kids. What are you yeah. doing today? Like, mm-hmm. that's what Scott Pilgrim feels like with video games. I, I feel like the director doesn't play games. The writer didn't play games. Nobody in the movie fucking plays games except for Michael Sarah because he's just Michael Sarah all the time. Mm-hmm. But everything right. else about the game, I feel like, is inauthentic. They're just taking from video games what suits their purpose for mm-hmm. the aesthetic. Right. Well, I, I think that's to its credit, though. I don't think that's to uh, demote it in any way. I think that's a good because, like, what what video game movies do you know that are good? Uh, yeah, there you go. There's been none. There's not the not Wizard? a single one. They're all bad. The even even the even the ones that are okay are not. <laughs> Mortal Kombat one. Mortal Kombat one was good. Goro. When Goro came on, I was like, "Oh, cool, Goro." No comment on That's that. That's what I said. I said, "Oh, cool, Goro." Uh, oh, <laughs> cool. Here was my reaction to watching one of the best. Oh, cool. <laughs> it's Goro. But the first Mortal Kombat movie was okay. I think it was fine. Uh, Mario made, had a movie. Didn't yeah, it? yeah. It was a huge piece of shit. Dennis Hopper was it. Bowser. Yeah. yeah, that was a huge piece of shit. Uh, but, the, par- the part of Scott Pilgrim where they're having the the music fight. Yeah, yeah. that was badass. Ba- uh, was With bad. Metric, was it, was it Metric? Bad. Yeah, no, you're crazy, dude. The Matrix <sighs> so wishes they could have something that sweet. And the bad guy was like some emo, unaffected loser. And every like Scott Pilgrim just seemed like such a fucking loser. And then I will say that the casting is a bit off with Michael. I, I, Michael Sarah's a bit weird because I just can't see him as anything else other than like Michael Sarah. It's like, oh hey, I'm watching yeah. Juno. Oh no, it's Michael Sarah. It's Michael yeah. Sarah. It's Michael Sarah. Just Michael Sarah and everything. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's a fun movie. Yeah, uh, fun to avoid. Now here's <laughs> here's the thing. Here's a, the best analogy I can give, and hopefully you guys understand it. And if not, then I I don't know how else to explain how my hatred for this movie. But imagine if they made Scott Pilgrim, but instead of using the video game aesthetic, which had nothing to do with the movie, they just replaced it with graffiti aesthetic. So all of a sudden, just like a spray paint can showed up over his head, or they just like had tags all over the fucking movie for no fucking reason. But graffiti doesn't, there's no correlation between graffiti and heads up displays. Exactly. Well, but they could just show graffiti They could. They could do a cool like movie with like graffiti transitions and shit. Right. If it's about graffiti. If it's about graffiti. And Scott Pilgrim was not about video games. They were just taking the video game aesthetic for the movie and it fucking pissed me off. Smart. Maddox. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. Smart. Look, anytime you take a fucking, like, uh, subculture and, like, make a fucking big studio Harvey Weinstein produced movie about it, <laughs> yes. it's going to fucking look hacky to a degree. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what happens. It's not edgy anymore. It's commercial now. But as far as fucking movies go based on fucking subcultures, that movie was fucking sweet, dude. It had nothing to do with with video games or video game culture and that's what pissed me off about it video games are about being a loser and staying mm-hmm. home and not chasing <laughs> girls that's what i want to see mm-hmm. king of kong was an authentic video game wait movie. wait 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 yeah. wait 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 it's not a movie it's the very like one of the very first vi- mario is about a man chasing a woman mm. like that's literally the genesis yeah. of modern video gaming is chasing women mm-hmm. <laughs> well but it was for justice. He's a crime solver. <laughs> it was for justice. It's for justice. For justice, because she was stolen. Right. Is there a, any any man at this table yeah, and, right and, now? And, and Ramona Flowers was stolen by her complete ineptitude to not realize that she should have been with Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. Uh, 
Yeah, there you go. Here's your ding. You got There's a dinger. Ding. Yeah, I was too lazy to do it, yeah. but and he huh. did it for me. There I got go. him to do it. There yeah. you go. I guess I mansplained your ding for you. Hey, but speaking of mansplaining, my new book, Fuck Whales, is out. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. we go. There's a real. So, guys, the book is finally out. I'm so glad. I'm finally reading the reviews. You guys love it. However, I did get a caller. This guy, I mean, he just had, he took issue with my issue with tables. Right. One of the chapters I have is called Fuck Tables because I don't like them. Yeah, fair I enough. I think they're pretty useless for the most part. We wouldn't even have a table right now in this studio. I would just have a yeah. bunch of boom stands, except we, I need it for this fucking bullshit. But here's the caller. Listen to this guy. Mm -hmm. He takes issue with me. Hey, you know what's a table? An anvil. Hey, you know what else is a table? A workbench. Hey, you know where anvils and workbenches are used? In a fucking blacksmithing shop. You think you can make swords without a fucking blacksmithing shop? I don't think so. I don't think that, that any of that could have happened without tables. Do you think uh, do you think that uh, Gaul could have sacked Rome without tables? I don't think they could have done it. I don't think they could have done it. The Goths and Gaul, they couldn't have sacked Rome without tables. <sighs> Anvils are tables. Fuck a Nazi. No, they're Anvils. not. An Anvils. Anvils are tables. That's, that's Matrix-level profound. Yeah. Yeah, anvils. Anvils are not tables, dipshit. Anvils are called anvils because they're not tables. Mm -hmm. There, it, it, No one ever says, hey, man. Can you set that down over there on that table? And they walk over to an anvil and put something down on it. That's never happened ever. I don't know if if someone's pretty stylish and they got a pretty <laughs> fucking they got a banging table, you know. <laughs> hey, nice table. Mm. Can I hammer out a sword on it? Yeah. No. So you got a book out? Is that? Uh... <laughs> yeah, is that the? <laughs> I got a book out. Yeah. Yeah. It's finally out. I've been sending. Finally out. Everyone sending me yeah. pictures of themselves with a book. Mm -hmm. Some babes. Some hot babes. Yeah. I'll give yeah. you that. Yeah. Smoking. Yeah. It's so hot. So, um, Mikey's got a. You got everyone at the table has a book now. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm excited. Rucka got his demotion because sure he didn't did. recognize the. Did you see? Did you see the acknowledgement? What? Oh man. I thought the whole point <laughs> of the voicemail was that I didn't. Yeah. No, you didn't. Yeah. Uh, you got. You got to write. You gotta write me a a thing. Uh, ow. You gotta write. You gotta write me like a thing in there, dude. Oh so yeah. I can tweet it out. All right. Like a dumb little. Uh, I'll sign it. Yeah. Yeah. How about sell that? it on the black market. Yeah, yeah, man. So anyway, guys, thank you all for checking out the book. It's finally out. Keep those reviews coming. I'm really. I love reading what people think about it. Uh, people have been having a field day. Taking, send me pictures and stuff. Uh, send me those pictures. I've been retweeting all of them. And thank you guys for all, all for checking it out and, and bearing with me for two fucking years while I wrote this book. It's finally out. More updates coming to my YouTube channel and, and website mm. eventually. Mm. But Rucka, do you have a wrap-up for us? Yeah. All right, what's the wrap-up this week? Okay, now, uh, if you're new to the show, this is the part of the show where only I'm allowed to speak and no one else is allowed to say anything. But in this case, we're going to give our um, studio guest here the, uh, the floor. Uh, please, uh, this Im impartial guest... He has no dog in this fight. Uh, take a look at the picture I have saved on my phone here, and sh describe it and read what it what it says. Go ahead. I so, just... so Rucka handed Chris his phone. Yeah, what mm -hmm. does it say? All right. Thanks to my homie Rucka Rucka Ali, who will never read this book or even realize that I thanked him and gave him a promotion. Yeah. Oh shit, What's Rucka. Up? Hold on. When did you when did you take that photo? Well, you technically are not allowed to speak. I, only you are allowed to speak. <laughs> But fuck it, yeah, go ahead, talk. That is a picture. Okay, that is a picture. What's the timestamp on that picture? When did oh, you take it? Did on. you take What's, it? It's uh, Tuesday, one twenty-seven p.m. And it is Saturday, and we are recording this. Yeah. So I have to say, this is the first ever 
retraction and correction. Yeah. But Rucka Rucka Ali, mm -hmm. I retract my demotion, and I think I owe you a promotion. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, wow. dude. Wow. Mm -hmm. It's a celebration. It's a celebration. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. So <laughs> I demoted you to the cum superintendent of cum, cum dumpsters. <laughs> Because we've got multiple cum dumpsters here. Well, we only have one Three. in the studio. Oh. But there is some out back that yeah. you're going to have to d uh, dump as well if you didn't get your promotion now. But. But I'm proud. Yeah. Moving up. To announce that, Rucka, you're going mm -hmm. from the superintendent of cum dumpsters to the Maharaja of moderation. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Holy shit, Rucka. Sweet. <laughs> I might actually remember this one. Yeah. Maharaja. The Maharaja of moderation. <laughs> what the Raka fuck Raka. is a Maharaja? Uh, He's, uh, you know, like a royalty, like Indian royalty. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. You've been obsessed with India today. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of, like, India parallels. Did I? What else did I talk about India? We just mentioned India a lot. In your analogy. You tried to and... use them to prove oh, the Matrix yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, and I won that one. <laughs> use yeah. the Indians to prove the Matrix. <laughs> yeah. That's the synopsis. Mm -hmm. Wow, what a what a swing, what a yeah. spoil, what a twist ending mm -hmm. to this podcast. I did not yeah. think that you saw that. What's up? Wow, holy mm -hmm. shit! You were sitting there sitting on that little egg the whole time, huh? Yeah. Well, congratulations, Rucka Rucka Ali. Thank a you. real bro, a real friend. Yeah. And a real Maharaja of moderation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a Rucka wrap up. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Very good. Well, guys, I've got some quick news headlines from around the web. This story I've been sitting on for a long time. Speaking of waiting for surprises, this is a really fun one. This comes from Thailand. Wow. So the story is from The Sun, thesun.co.uk. It's the excruciating moment a man howls in agony as a crab clamps down on his genitals for over a minute after swimming in a Thailand pond. Listen to this. Now, it shows a guy coming out of a pond with a crab stuck to his legs, to his, between his genitals. <laughs> Shit. Oh, this is the future like, liberals want. the fucking uh, arms off. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know what the thing is? If you, like, cut off one of his... What's really... F he might he might grip harder with the other arm. Yeah. Out, out, of, out of pain. So that's eventually what they do. They tear the crab's arms off. And, <laughs> and one of them... One of them, that's exactly what happens. They tear the crab's body away, and then its arms are still stuck to his the poor guy's balls. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so the, the poor guy's sitting there screaming in agony, <laughs> and he has his one crab claw still yeah. latched onto one of his nuts. This is news? Yeah. Yeah, it's news. It's on the sun. It is. Yeah. It's news to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I love the way they wrote it, too. It says, pals are filmed slowly trying to help the weeping swimmer as the crustacean latches onto his manhood. The tear-jerking footage uploaded from Thailand has been widely mm -hmm. shared on social media. In it, the poor bloke is seen being pulled from a muddy pond with his legs spread wide. It soon emerges what is causing him excruciating pain. A crab seems firmly clamped onto his trunks, and it shows no signs of budging. Wow. So yeah. this, this is why evolution had our nutsack hang outside of us? Yeah. Well, not for crabs, Rucka. I think the guy was... I don't know how you would not notice a crab crawling up between your legs. What is he, sitting spread eagle in that pond, that mud pond? <laughs> I, I mean... <laughs> Is there any other way to sit in a mud pond? Good point, Chris Reagan. I hadn't yeah. thought. That's a good point. Here's another story. An attorney was arguing for a guy convicted of tax fraud that he's too fat for prison. This is uh, from Tampa, Florida, of course. 
The attorney for a 72-year-old Florida man who was convicted in a tax scheme is using obesity to try to keep his client out of prison. Curtis Falgotter wrote in a court filing on Monday that Stephen Donaldson Sr. doesn't have an average man's life expectancy because he's five foot nine, weighs 273 pounds, and for that reason, the attorney wrote, it's not right to make him serve six years and four months in prison. Falgotter wrote that the prison term would translate to 61% of Donaldson's remaining time on Earth. I'm confused. What happened? This guy's convicted of tax fraud, and his attorney's arguing that he's too fat to go to prison. Cruel and unusual punishment. You said he was how fat? 260? 273 pounds. That's not That's, that fat. So he's going to die young? Is that... Yeah, the argument is like it's, an un, it's cruel and unusual punishment <laughs> that he's spending 61% of his the remaining time on Earth. Uh, like, That's then, ridiculous. Yeah. Oh don't do the crime, yeah. shithead. Or at least beef much fatter than that if you're going to make that case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's way fatter he people. He could at least like gain yeah. a couple grand. Yeah. Yeah. A couple grand. Okay, yeah, easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says here that, uh, oh, and the guy, by the way, he was convicted of peddling an offshore tax shelter that cost the IRS an estimated $10 million. <laughs> Fuck that guy. What do you guy. mean it cost them 10 Oh, he would have paid that Yeah, much? I guess. Well, without. yeah, it's just such a white collar like argument to make, too. Yeah, I'm, too I'm too fat. I'm too yeah. fat. <laughs> Yeah, that's the most pathetic. I have a note from my doctor. Yeah, put a tre- tre- <laughs> yeah. put a treadmill in the prison. There yeah. you go. How about that? Put in his cell. Uh, and here's one last there one. There probably is like a full gym with like uh, CNN on each uh, elliptical where uh, where they're sending him. Yeah. Uh, here's another story. A Detroit area man was arrested with donuts. Uh, now this is kind of interesting. A 21 year old man was wanted for probation violations. Surrendered at a suburban Detroit police station with a dozen donuts for the officers. What? Hero. <laughs> what uh, sub- does it say? What suburb he was in? It does not. I don't think in this uh, mm-hmm. in the story. All right. But uh, the sweet gesture didn't help Michael Zadel. He still was sentenced to 39 days in jail Tuesday, a day after walking into the Redford Township Police Department. Sergeant Dwayne Gregg says Zadel had promised to turn himself in in a post on the department's Facebook page if it was shared a thousand times and the threshold was easily met. Everyone just reshared this post. Wow. Yeah, the guy turned himself Jesus in. Christ. Greg says Zadell was arrested when he appeared Monday with a bag of donuts and a bagel. <laughs> he told the TV station WXYZ that cops like donuts and he wanted to reward them for any inconvenience. That's racist. <laughs> and then they asked whether or not the officers ate the donuts. The sergeant commented, no comment. Well, they, yes. they did eat the donuts. Yeah, so sounds like it. They can't be too upset. Well, that, you know, that is so patronizing. To bring the cops <laughs> to bring donuts, donuts yeah. to, a, to a police. <laughs> Pretty funny. Mm. Well, anyway, cops ate the donuts. Mm. Eh. Good. That's the news it's from around ending. the web. The news, the news about that is not that he brought them donuts. The, the headline should be, a man turns himself in after getting 1,000 Facebook shares. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that was also... What did he do? Does it say what he did? Yeah, it said it, he violated his probation. Oh, that's yeah. not interesting. I was, I was, I thought he was like a mess, mass uh, murderer, mass, or some mass shit. shooter. Well, anyway, so those are the stories from around the web. Chris, do you have anything you'd like to plug before we go? Uh, I got it. Uh, nah, plug. I got a YouTube channel, Chris. Plug, plug, plug. Subscribe. Chris Reagan. We'll link to your YouTube channel, which, by the way, so as of this recording, you just posted a new video. Yeah, we'll like, link to it. Ten minutes ago, ten, literally ten minutes ago, when we're recording mm. this podcast, yeah. we'll link to all your stuff, Chris. It's, uh, it's super fun. And if you guys haven't checked out Chris's channel, uh, he puts a lot of fucking work into these videos. Oh, thanks, man. I really liked the video you did about the YouTube CEO Susan Wojcicki. Is that how you pronounce? Oh it? yeah, yeah, yeah. So you did a video about the YouTube CEO because she, there's this whole wave of demonetization going around, and she was like, "Hey, 
hey kids, hey fellow kids, yeah. I'm one of you now, and I'm going to create a YouTube channel. She started a YouTube channel for some god fuck all reason. Yeah, and she went out to some real authentic YouTubers to get their mm-hmm. take. Yeah, <laughs> like The Rock. Yeah, like The Rock. <laughs> real, real pull themselves up from the bootstraps YouTubers mm-hmm. like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Asking, asking him like so, for some tips on how to make a video go viral. Yeah. And his advice was be The Rock. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck does The Rock know about making a viral? If The Rock made a video today and it wasn't him on screen and he just posted it to YouTube, I bet he could he'd struggle to get a thousand views. I don't know. Maybe it, if it, it was on his like official, if it was like no, on no. a random account, a random account. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. It, he'd struggle to get like fifty. I'd probably absolutely. Yeah, it would be. It's really tough. I. It's it's hard to start a new channel. It's hard yeah. to get traction. Uh, this uh, this actually the YouTube video you guys are watching right now is on this new Madcast Media channel. I just started just for this podcast. But it's it's when you start something from the ground up, it's really hard to even get your first thousand views. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. difficult. It's nuts. Yeah, yeah. Wow. big fan, big fans. Uh, big yeah, fans of the channel. Check out Thanks. Chris's show. Mm-hmm. It's very well done, and a lot more on the way. He's working his ass and off. And follow me on Twitter for any tweets from him that he might have been yeah, unable that's to, right. to R- deliver. Rocka. In case in case I get banned again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rucka is the official voice of both Chris Raygun and Sargon of Akkad when both of them get banned yeah, from Twitter. Been, uh, yeah, I've been getting, <laughs> yeah. getting his message out is there. Is Sargon still Twitter. banned from Twitter? He's still I banned. I can't really get a straight... Yeah, I think he is, but I can't... I'm confused by it. Like, it's like, I think he might have been back a few times, but... I don't fucking know. Well, he started his second channel, and he's not using it, I don't think, or his second account on Twitter, and he's not using it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Rucka is very graciously offering mm-hmm. to tweet out what Sargon would tweet, which mostly links to Rucka's videos. <laughs> yeah. That's such a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's well, nuts. It's, it's important to Sargon that the video I made about him be the top-viewed Sargon-related video on YouTube. So we're, uh, we, he thanks you for all you've done. That's correct. Well, Chris Reagan, thank you again for coming on the show. Anytime. Always a pleasure having you. Thank you to Mikey Bolts, the Sergeant of Swag. Thank you. And thank you to the Maharaja of Moderation. Maharaja. Raka Raka Ali, but most of all, you're welcome. This is Raka, Mahatma. Thank you. Hey, Maharaj, I got a great joke for you. Uh, Why do kangaroos like eating at IHOP? Or no... Oh, shit. What? Where, where's the favorite place for kangaroo breakfast? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> really good joke. Perfect. Nailed it. Thanks, Doug. Yeah. Uh, so last week we also had a, sto- a story, a news story at the end of the show that in Malawi there has been a, a um, what do you call it? Oh. There's been a rash of vampire hunters because they're all super paranoid and superstitious that vampires are running around the country. Uh, here's a caller. Here's here's weird Matthew McConaughey calling about that. A real interesting observation. Listen to this. I bet Halloween's not real popular in Malawi. <laughs> That's true. Halloween probably isn't very popular in a country where people are literally killing others, their, their fellow citizens. You don't think they take a day off? Mm, no. 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 Like a reverse purge? They don't fuck around with Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> purge. <laughs> Their every day is purge. Yeah, and then and they, they take one day to set aside. It's like, hey, guys, let's just, let's just you know, break bread. <laughs> <laughs> hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network. <laughs> <laughs>